it's not like a tornado, but it was a lot of wind. That was the worst. Yeah, we had the wind last weekend. Okay. But this this was we got just gobs. Probably had almost three inches of rain in thirty six hours. Yeah. I'm like, oh, look at this. Welcome in. We're back. Another edition of the Prize Picks NFL Strategy Show. And we have you for the next 25 or so. Myself and Emac here. Mike Awesome Yo is producing. So we're going to build a money making ticket on prizepicks.com. The kings, queens, the, the royalty of over unders. No better place to work it than prizepicks.com and as emac is going to go through a bunch of different plays that he has fully thoroughly researched we remind you jump in use our promo code awesome we'll match your first deposit up to a hundred dollars busy week for you my friend not just here on all of the awesome channels and content but it looks like there's going to be some new gear out very soon with your face on it yeah stay tuned there's going to be some uh awesome apparel <laughs> with that with yours truly uh, featured on it. This should be a little bit of fun. We won't let the cat out of the bag. Oh, did yet, I but... already? Jeez, I'm sorry. No, because oh, okay. this already has a groundswell, and people have been voting in the Discord channel, the Good. premium Discord channel, if Even you will, more available with any awesome subscription, the Express Package or full premium. Good. I didn't want to be the person that uh, told, you know, hey, no Santa Claus. Uh, no, did I spoil that, too? I'm sorry. <laughs> Bruce Willis is dead at the end of the movie. I'm sorry. Did I spoil that? (laughs) The boat sinks. Yes. I'm sorry. You know, all of this. I apologize. If you still wanted to see the movie, go ahead. Don't blame me. All right, my friend. So busy week for you. And we're back again. We have the NFL to look at now across the board on Sunday. And you have always come up with different categories, of course, of ways in which we can take advantage of not only numbers on prize picks, Emac, but also balancing them out with what we have on site at Osimo as far as projection. So let's start as always with the quarterback, sir. Yeah, absolutely. So we've we've got uh, a couple different quarterback options here for one, Matthew Stafford. He is uh, got a a delicious matchup, shall we say, there with the Houston Texans here. You've got Stafford on prize picks with 290 and a half yards. Now, the Osmo projections, I've checked them three times. They've been updated twice today. They have him coming in for 333 passing yards. Now, while we had this discussion last week, anytime you're projecting over about 310, it gets, it gets a little dicey as the median projection. This one is just off the actual charts. But let's, if we look at it this way and say, hey, you know what? We've got a, a pretty good percentage chance of him making uh, this happen for us. Uh, you know, it's running at, uh, as we look at the Osimo uh, expected win rate is 80% wow, yeah. on this. And I didn't have to calculate that math because uh, we do that for you over on Odd Shopper, which lines up nicely with quite a few of our prize picks. So you can do this the old-fashioned way and check the Osmo player stat projections, which we have, and look against prize picks. That's perfectly fine. That's what I've done the last seven weeks. We could also look at uh, the Osmo fantasy points and do the same thing. Or we can dance on over here to Osmo Odd Shopper, uh, sort by expected ROI, and lo and behold – 
not all of the picks, but probably half to a, th a third to half of them are appearing over there on prize picks. Now, we don't have to worry about the juice on prize picks. This is just a yes or no. We're right. building our player card of two, three, four, or five, and there's no there's no big. It's like an all or nothing. Hey, just like a regular bet, but it's all to win, you know, to double or triple or whatever the numerical value is. Um, their rake, if you will, is more or less coming in us losing. So unlike the where uh, the betting sites are trying to get a handle and you know the, the rake and the vig and the bigger ish and all that fun stuff, um, it's a little it's a little more pure over here on Price Picks. But it's a nice little leverage tool, and these update live uh, with the Alex Baker DFS projections coming out into statistical form. It's pretty Amazing. cool there. Yeah, it I, really is. I didn't get quite as many picks because I was like a kid in a candy store. I want this one and I want this one, and now I'm trying to do analysis for them, and I'm like. Let's look at what Alex has to say. It's amazing how streamlined it can be just by following Alex, right? Indeed, <laughs> indeed. Uh, so, so that was a, a long way of saying Matthew Stafford, Stafford looks terrific. At two ninety and a half, may not get there. Three ten feels pretty good, and we're trying to beat two ninety and a half. Yeah, so I'm good on that one. Next one, of course, I always have to include Jalen Hurts, and he's on here a couple times. You and I tend to lean towards his rushing. Yes. Uh, props, which I think is very good. The rushing is 42 and a half on price picks. Osmo has him for 62 and a half. Uh, the passing is a little bit interesting. I wanted to throw out one. I try to at least do some comparables here where I can. Jalen Hurts passing on price picks is 254. Osmo has him at 267.4. I, I don't feel overly great about that, especially since we can only use a player once per card. If we wanted to right. do both these, we would need to create two cards. Uh, for this but how do you feel about that passing attempt because i i like uh jalen hurts quite a bit this week uh in this matchup he's scored 20 fantasy points every every week or every game this this year and uh he's you know well while he may not be the most accurate guy he's getting a lot of rushing yards getting a lot of rushing touchdowns uh what is it two point conversions three weeks in a row what's not to like about him what do you think about this passing yard though distilling it all the way down to the 257 it's a low number i totally get that but at the same time i'm trying to think of all of the stuff that he that you laid out about hurts comes a lot if not the majority right in the fourth quarter because this team has been down they come back and i've been watching defenses are soft they're just trying to get the hell out of there with a victory so it's not like hurts is you know grabbing 10 other guys on the field emac and saying all right this is it we have a chance to come back, you know, leading some patent-esque charge here. That's not happening. But what, what I do think, if I had a choice, I'm going to keep with what's bulletproof, and that's him running. He's the team's leading rusher no matter what time of the game it is. The passing yards, if I had to make a play, I would go under. But I, it seems somewhat sharp compared to what we have as our projections. I just don't think that he gets there in close games. I think his legs are definitely going to be used, but there's a concern about if he's not coming from behind, right, like we've seen, that maybe you don't get 254. He's gone under 200 yards a couple of times this year. So that's something to keep in mind to, with as well. I would go under personally. Yeah. So uh, using, using that, rush. Yeah, using that as sort of the transition to the rush, I, I would rather uh, take the, the, the rush thing over at 42 and a half. We've got another quarterback on here, Joe Burrow. Now, this one's kind of interesting. Price Picks has him at five and a half. 
Osmo's got him at 9.7. This one was uh, interesting in the fact that he doesn't get as many rushing yards as we would think. I think he, I'm going off memory now because I closed down it. Oh, no, I actually still have his player card up. There we go. So on the season, he has 44 total rushing yards. He has exceeded five and a half in three games. Uh, he has got, he got four in one of the games, two of the games, no yards, one game, um, two yards rushing. They have gone more to the pass here. Yeah. So I, I think in Burrow, not that he's the most mobile of guys, but that five and a half number looked pretty good. That one's an interesting one. I'd ponder that one a little bit. It's got about a 70% win rate on it, but it doesn't feel great. Now, the reason I did want to include that on here is that 70% win rate gets us like a very marginal ROI of uh, around 35% when you're taking out the, the, the big on the other sports books. It's got about a 70 point or 70% ROI on price picks because it's, you know, it's all or nothing uh, on that one. So uh, it's one you want to think about. Now, of course, we're pairing it with something else. So the odds tend to go down a little bit because you got to win two of two or three of three or, or what have you. You can't just do one on mono e mono, uh, as Andrew Dice Clay used to say, fisticuffs, <laughs> if you will. Uh, but that one, I think, is kind of interesting when we don't have to worry about uh, paying, paying the hook there. Uh, David Johnson's another one who's interesting. 28 and a half rushing yards on prize picks. Osmo has him for 19.1. Now, we do want to remember that Mark Ingram is no longer with Houston. He has rejoined the Saints. He was traded uh, earlier this week. It sounds like he will be active for the Saints. Of course, he, he played with them a few years back um, in uh, Alvin Kamara's rookie year and I believe his second year as well. Same coach. Uh, obviously no more Drew Brees, but essentially similar playbook. They're looking for someone to uh, run the ball into the line. Just wanted to call that out. That's neither here nor there, but your little your little hint of, hey, check out Alvin Kamara. We may see uh, him uh, build upon the 19 targets he's had over the last two games. Circling back to David Johnson, he's in that matchup against the Rams. It's not that great of a matchup, even though it's going to be him. If you go look at all of the game logs um, uh, across uh, for Houston, and you start to try to decipher what, you know, what do we think they're going to do? How are they going to make it here? Uh, even if we look uh, last week, there were uh, Ingram was six of nine. Johnson was seven of 25. The week before, now this is Ingram. Uh, that was against Arizona. Ingram against Indy, 18 for 73. Johnson was two of seven. Philip Lindsay, who's the other guy, and he may actually step into uh, more of the, the rushing role than David Johnson. Um, since Johnson's been more or less the passing guy, he was seven for 35. Lindsay was five of 19 the week before. Uh, Lindsay is, has uh, more carries more often than not than Johnson. So I think it's going to be him getting into that role more than anyone else. I do like this under, there's a lot of ways for it to fail. Um, even if you go look at his passing yards okay. or yep. receiving yards, it's about the same number. And uh, awesome has him projected for about the same uh, 19 or so yards as well so you could kind of look either way i'd feel better taking the under on the rushing but this is one of those things again we like to to mention you know it's always fun rooting for the overs yes it is there's value in the unders too people wouldn't bet the unders if they didn't hit right exactly i, exactly. I you know i'm really of of everything that we've laid out and i know it's super low here but especially compared to the gap that we'll see Joe Burrow, and the reason why I bring Burrow back up is because the, the books will have this too, where guys who don't normally run have super low numbers, and it's almost like outside, and this is where you have to worry. This is the only thing you have to worry about is the kneel. The kneel yes. is always in play here. But with that said, the kneel, bite, you know, the kneel could bite you any point. I get that. But 
this is why I and it's something that Ross and I talk about on the Awesome Betting Show and the Awesome Odds Channel as well. And and this plays right into it, Emac, as far as what you brought up, which is it takes one. It takes one panic run. It takes one. Oh, my goodness. I have went through my six progressions and I can't get anybody. Let me tuck it. Sacks aren't going to take that away from you. And if you get a 10 yard run, you could still kneel the ball three times and hit the over on that. Yeah, exactly. Good, good call on that one. I mean, that, you know, the odds of all his receivers being covered, not that great, but he can't stand there and see every single one of Correct. them. And he's got, you know, At Boyd point, and, right. and uh, Jamar Chase <laughs> yeah, and exactly. T. Higgins and <laughs> CJ at tight end and Joe Mixon. At some point, he's just going to be at the, oh my God, this pass rush. And he's going to scoot forward. All we need is just that one, as that you one. said, just that one. Speaking of one, you only need one rushing touchdown for a lot of guys. So anybody else on the rushing yardage that we should hit before? No, the only guy I was starting to look at was Corderell Patterson, but he's pretty close to a push on on Osmo here. Uh, He's 44 and a half on prize picks. Some of the books have him as high as 48 or 49. The Osmo projection of 40 yards there starts to look pretty good. But at price picks, it's it's a little tougher. But it's just a reminder, you know, it doesn't mean sometimes price picks is going to be higher than the books. Sometimes they're going to be lower. It's right. never a one for one. But if, if you have all of those options available for you, you can start looking uh, around at different places. But again, using the odd shopper sort of as your governing force, you're like, oh, yeah, it's like a 70% chance of winning. But I got to get four more yards than I do against the book. Ooh, all of a sudden that becomes like a 37% chance of winning. <laughs> it goes down dramatically. They are... There are inefficiencies in the player props, but they're still pretty good at doing it. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. I know people are uh, piling in here on the chat as well. Make sure you hit that thumbs up button and you're subscribed here to the Awesome channel. If you have one that you've seen as Mike is scrolling, building our own ticket, you have thoughts. Maybe you were looking at one. You want an answer, some advice, some insight on a play. Hit us up. And I'm sure Emac has plenty of time as his campaign, EMAC 2024, continues. So of all people on channel, you know that EMAC is not going to blow you over anything. He's going to sit. He's going to shake hands. He's going to kiss babies. He's going to do it all. All right, let's let's look at rushing touchdowns. All right, this is going to be a, a good one. You got Dalvin Cook. He is just a, a half of a touchdown, which means it's a yes or no question. Right. Osmo has him for a 62% chance of uh, getting a rushing touchdown. Now, we'll talk about anytime touchdowns in a minute, but this is rushing only. So this is, oh, is this the is this Monday Night Football or is it Sunday Night Football? I've, I've lost track of the slates. Let me look at that real quick. No, that um, is Sunday, I thought. I thought oh, it was Sunday, Sunday night football. It's Monday. It's Sunday night is Dallas and Minnesota, correct? Yes, perfect. So uh, I was trying to say, I was looking at Devin Booker. He's got some interesting numbers out there as well. I didn't want to make a two-day card, but I do like the Dalvin Cook one. He, of all the people that were in the, the score of touchdown, he was the one I felt uh, the most uh, confident in going against Minnesota. I do like that one. I think that one will definitely be in play on my uh, cards that I am making. So that was my rushing touchdown. My anytime touchdown, branching out just a little bit here, going with Chuba Hubbard. Okay. So he is a half of uh, just touchdowns, which means he can score rushing or receiving, and it will count. I guess technically he could probably throw one. We'll have to double check that. But, but uh, it just says touchdown on there. I didn't read the fine print. But we know it's at least rushing 
and uh, receiving. So 36% chance of rushing, 11% chance of receiving. Yes, well, that is a tick shy of 50-50. We do have the multiple avenues for him to score. And it, it, it feels like uh, this would be an intriguing matchup uh, for him with uh, his, uh, his team going into Atlanta. Yeah, in that one, they're playing indoors. You know, we did we did say it was PJ Walker last week. <laughs> sorry, sorry, Sam Darnold. The uh, the experience of you getting all those rushing touchdowns to start out the season's taking them from the running backs. That's right. uh, well, that that's about time for that to be given back. Uh, Darnold's still going to start this week, but uh, may just, not finish. I, to be honest, yeah, he may not finish. The swirls of yet yet another landing spot potentially are there for Deshaun Watson, etc. Uh, I'm liking Hubbard. Uh, for the anytime touchdown. Remember Back to your Matt squad. Rule coached PJ in, in Temple. You, I'm sorry, what? Remember, Matt Rule coached PJ Walker at Temple. Oh, that makes sense of why. So there is, if All he right. has a reason to work that in. Now, Darnold, to your point at the beginning, the rushing touchdowns, what are they, with three straight before they drop four straight? So clearly there was no real reason to go to PJ Walker. All I'm saying is he can't wait to go to his guy yeah this is like, like uh ron uh ron rivera looking to get uh kyle allen in uh former backup for him at carolina when he was now that <laughs> they're both at washington so uh one of those where we we could see a short hook in that game as well absolutely uh, but but moving to your team it sounds like miles sanders is going to miss a couple weeks they did yep. put him on the injured reserve short term ir yeah so we have Kenneth Gainwell. Price Picks has him for 3.0 receptions. I went and looked at a few different books, uh, and they have him at 3.5 to 4. So this that's a if that's where where um, you know the, the books are, Price Picks is a little under that. Osmo has him for five receptions. This is your team. Yes. How are we gonna get are we gonna get five receptions? Is five receptions live? We only need four. This would not surprise me if this one moves off of three and goes to three and a half or four, uh, depending on where people get to. We do know that the price picks are not static. They will move up and down um, depending on where, where people are, are pushing them. They're not quite as a dramatic move as they are uh, on the books because they're trying to entice you. They're like, look, we know we're going to be off by a little bit. If we're not, then you're not going to come play here, right? right? So, But again, some are going to be up, some are going to be down uh, on this one. I like the over. It's it, it, while not a give me gimme a three is a push our card is still alive yeah i think you you're dead on here the number is too low and i can't believe i'm using words like cards pick vigorous (laughs) (laughs) you never thought you'd be in that spot huh? no i most certainly (laughs) did not but here we are here we are emac cherish the moment my friend you'll never forget it that moment of self-realization uh i love the play at three i think Look, if this number is at four, you can still argue that a push is in play. And with the absence of Miles Sanders, Kenny Gainwell is going to see more time than Boston Scott and Jordan Howard. I can promise you that, especially in the passing game. He was already taking away snaps from Miles Sanders when Sanders was healthy in the red zone, in the two-minute drill, any time that they needed to move the ball fast. Rushing and rushing yards. I'd stay the hell away from a Philadelphia Eagle back as far as humanly possible. But when it comes to Gainwell, two things I look at for Gainwell. Anytime touchdown, because he's in play every single time. And this, this receptions at a three, 
absolutely, because I can get you six targets. I can get you six targets against the Lions, Emac. That should be good enough for four, four and a half grabs. Absolutely. Four and a half is where you get in trouble. And you're right. This thing should move. But this is a savvy play right here, taking advantage of a starter who wasn't technically a starter anyway. And the guy we're playing is still technically getting backup numbers. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. And that and that's one that's that just it seems, and I see somebody had called that out in chat. Yeah, uh, Dan Dan Frumer there. Yeah, that was one of the ones I, I, uh, I, I try to lead off with a really good one, and I try to close awesome. out with a really good one. But look so. at the difference, right? You're not going to get three, and if you're getting three, then you're going to lay some ridiculous minus 150 at a book. Prize Picks has it at three, and Emac has been banging this drum all day. No big. You're not laying anything. The push is in play. That's the big difference at Prize Picks. So one more, and then uh, Chad, if you guys have any, go ahead and throw them out there. We can look for them. I, I'm, I'm pulling up a couple. I got a couple points. that I was looking points. at. All right, perfect. So the Matt Stafford. Now this one, again, this one is uh, price picks has them at 24. We already know that the Osmo yardage is up there at 333. I would prefer the yardage uh, on this one, but I did want to call out 27 completions. So again, 24 is sort of an interesting number here because even in just a normal run-of-the-mill game, we know that uh, that uh, I was going to say Arizona. We know that, uh, and I almost said St. Louis. We know that the Rams. <laughs> I'm going to join everything back to that. So somehow they're all connected. The Rams <laughs> right. and Sean McVay, who are in Los Angeles now, are likely to be passing a fair amount. Getting 24 completions between. Uh, the short passes to Cup, the intermediate ones to Woods, and all of a sudden, who knew Cooper Cup was a long ball receiver as well? Uh, you know, we've got the, the Higby, we've got the running backs, et cetera. Getting to over 24 doesn't seem like too much of an ask mm. until we start getting a pick six, scoop and score. If the defense gets on the board with a touchdown or gives them a few short fields, then we start to run into a little bit of an issue there with Stafford. But otherwise, I think that 25, 25 and a half, 26. That's about where I draw the line. But 24, come on, yeah. it's six per quarter. We just need, you know, a couple drives each quarter with three. Comp- we can do that, right? We can math our way into that. I think we can. Absolutely. I, you know, the matchup against Houston, the only problem that I have is, and, you know, real quick, let's combine these two. Not on the same ticket, Mike. I'm just saying as far as for the purposes of conversation. Stafford. He hits 26, 27. He hits high 20s if they have to, right? If they're in a game with Houston. But if not, then chances are it's going to be more of a get out of there when you can, right, situation. Because you're you're not going to play games with Houston. You're going to do what you can to get out. Davis Mills, on the other hand, might be an interesting play. Like, if you believe that Matthew Stafford and the Rams here are going to handle Houston, 20 and a half seems a little low for Mills as well, doesn't it? Or are we just talking? See, the problem is that he has to hit these. That's yeah, the it, this is not attempts. This is completions. Completions in so get could 31. Be yeah, okay. maybe he gets pulled for who even knows at this point. Lucky well, yeah, section 113 at the half. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but I, I like I like Stafford. It, it's just we have him projected at 27 which makes me think he's throwing the ball 32 33 times yeah that's a lot against a 
brutally bad football team. So maybe this is built into projection that the Rams are maybe letting down a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. And that it's a little tighter of a game. Yeah. And that's, and that's where the, the yardage to me feels that even though we're at 333, I only, we only got to get 290. We only got to get 290. Come on. Yeah. NFL quarterbacks, good NFL quarterbacks, and Stafford is definitely one, can fall out of bed and get 270. Well, that's the thing. Right. And Nick brings that up on the chat about we run into a similar issue with the over on Stafford yardage as well. The difference, for me at least, between the yardage and the completions is that you have two big plays. You actually have four, technically. I know they're trying to get rid of Deshaun. But Van can go deep downfield. Two grabs can get you 65 yards. Robert Woods is a big play, and Cooper Cup is arguably the biggest big play guy we have in this league right now, at least this year. So that's the difference, where you could get up 27-3, to and Matthew Stafford could throw for 350 because it's just bombs away, but only hit 18 night. So I think it's a little sharper with the completions, although I'll lean with you, Emac, for sure. All right. Did you did you have any of the else that popped for you? Because Chuba, Chuba Hubbard at 14 uh, points. This is full PPR, 14 fantasy points right. on prize picks. Now, we, we sort of mentioned him for an anytime touchdown. Perhaps I'd be willing to go for over 14 uh, fantasy points. Osmo has him for just shy of 16. It gives you a little more wiggle room, a few more outs. Now, to get, to get uh, you know, over 14, let's say he gets three receptions. Now we still got to get 110 combined yards. Doable. Yeah. If he gets a touchdown, makes it that much easier. The other one is you're just, you're just betting on that. You're literally just betting on the touchdown, either right. or receiving or, or, um, or rushing. But this gives you a, a couple more outs. Yep. Uh, you know, maybe he gets six catches for 50 yards and all of a sudden you just need him to run for 30. So there are different ways of uh, combinations of getting there. So that that's one I see that doesn't quite jump out on the page, but it's, it's one that's definitely on the short list for uh, me, aside from Gainwell and the, uh, right. the Stafford yardage. <laughs> I, I think we've jammed it in my friend. We we've killed it here with another couple of tickets. And thanks to Mike awesome. Yo for building those, take a look at TJ. I, I won't get into it because we're out of time. But take a look at TJ Hawkinson receptions. He's playing hurt, and I don't think that they're going to get up big like we've seen. And the beauty of prize picks, so often the push is in play. So even if he hits five and you go under, guess what? You're going to push that. Appreciate everybody rolling with us. Thank you, Emac, at Emac, of course, right? Anything else? No, at Emac DFS. Yeah, yeah I, I don't I'm know just... why it's short on screen here. <laughs> I tried to get an EMAC. I was I have EMAC as my username on, on DK and FanDuel. Got I it. wasn't early enough on Twitter. <laughs> okay. Okay. No, that's fine. Thanks to Mike Awesome, you of course, here for producing. We will see you again in a week. But one week? Yeah, right. We're back next week. Thanks again for riding with us. We'll see you then.